What up, what up? Yo, Brooklyn Boys Radio. Back for another week, man. What's up, son? What's good, my guy? Man, listen, man. It's been a stressful week this week for me, man. Oh. Like, for real, for real. I've been more stressed than I've ever been. Like, well, I don't know if I... Well, I've probably been more stressed, but I just ain't been coping with it right this week. You know what I mean? Usually I'm, I'm better coping with things, and I don't know, man. I, I just got, I think I got to take a chill pill or something because I just been stressed out all week, man. And it's like little shit that's just bothering me. Things that's not even serious is getting on my skin, is giving me jitters and making me nervous, making me mad. I, I don't know. Like, I, maybe I need a breather. Or go around sometimes, take sometimes, some yoga or something. I don't know. <laughs> sometimes, you know, you just got to take a deep breath, man. Because um, I know there's times when I think we all go through slight depression at times, right? Yeah. And um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is we think that our emotions control us when the truth is we control our emotions. Because I know when them times come when I got those two or three days where I'm just in a funk, like I literally wake up every morning, look myself in the mirror for like 30 to 60 seconds and tell myself, shake it off. No, but I've been doing that, right? Like I've been telling myself to shake it off. I've been taking breathers. I just ain't been good, B. Like, and not, nothing detrimental. Like, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, killing myself, God forbid, shit. None of that type of shit. No, this, I know you just, it's just your mood. It's you in a funk. It's like, it's like you got that dark cloud over you. It's but, been antsy, but it's, man. Yeah, but what, what I'm telling you is, because for me, sometimes it lasts two or three days. Sometimes it lasts a week. It, but yeah, the key is just to week. be, the key is to just be consistent with it, right? Because the key is not to let yourself get lost in that feeling. You know what I mean? Sure, and to man. realize that it's just a feeling and this too will pass, man. This two will pass. Nah, definitely gonna pass. God is good, man. I, I just, I'm be telling you, trying to even hold you, man. I've been running in my bed early. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Because at those times, that's what you look forward to, yo. The thing you look forward to the most is going to sleep at night. Yeah. Yo, you, don't you, yo? Yeah, I, I swear, the things away. you, yes, the things, yo, the thing you look forward to the yeah. most, you be like, damn, I can't wait to just get in my bed and just go to sleep tonight because it's like a break. But like it's a break from the monotony, yeah. man. That's. Man. I just been and everything been bothering me. Everything. It's just been and consequently, I had a good week. Like made some 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 good cash and moving around and doing things. But it's like everything is just getting under me. Everything that's that normally won't make me jump, making me jump. But you know what, man? I'ma tell you, I'ma tell you the same thing I told my daughter. We are human. And this whole can this whole idea that we are supposed to be happy at all times, but it's BS, (laughs) you understand? Look, we're gonna have moments of happiness, we're gonna have moments of sadness, we're gonna have moments where we're in a funk, we're gonna have moments where the cloud is over our head, and you know what, and it's our job to just push through it. It may last a week, it may last two weeks, it may even last a month, you know what I'm saying? But our job, yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, I'm just saying that there's nothing wrong with it. I've been coming here every day. Like I see Tico every day, ready to fight. Ask Tico, Tico, how I been, how I been all week, Tico? Wow. <laughs> Crazy, just antsy. Like it's so bad. Like my mood. I don't even know how to express myself with certain people. Like I'm just numb. And like I said, it's not nothing crazy that's going on. It's just, and I don't know why it's happening now. Maybe a break, breakthrough about to happen, something crazy good about to happen. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you a question. You been to the gym? You been going? Oh, oh, let me tell you this. That's the crazy part. I've been going to the gym. 
but I ain't really been giving my maximum workout. And I feel like the less, if I did more workout, I have less, less, less energy in my body. I think I need to work out more. You do. To you get do. rid of that stored up energy that I ain't been really, you know what I mean? Because whenever, whenever I go through that, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know, because for me, when I go to the gym in the morning, it always gives me this sense of accomplishment for some reason. Yeah. You know, and, and for some reason, like, going to the gym always makes me feel better. Always. Yeah, I've been lashing out. I apologize to anybody I lashed out to in these last couple of days. Man, I just ain't to myself, man. Or just... well, you might just need a punch in the face. Y'all should have punched him in the punch, face. Damn, punch him. I, I thought you were going to say like, I thought you were going to say like, yo, maybe you need some ass or something. Like, yo. a punch in the face. Like, who, who wants that? <laughs> I think that's going to make me more mad. Nah, sometimes you just need that, that, that shock. Nah, nigga. You need, the, you need that, that, that I think, shock. I think a good, not sex, but being loved don't. See? And that's, and that's the thing, man. Like, all the sex in the world. You know, one thing I always say is there's a huge difference between company and companionship. Companionship, oh, right? 100%. And company, the second you nut, you want them gone. You want them gone, right? Because company, company ain't nothing but a space filler. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, whether it was you or somebody here at this time when I wanted company, it really wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> and I think that's what it, part of reason, too, is no companionship. Like, I can have the company and still feel empty. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody course. could still be sitting here and I'm still empty, still don't feel fulfilled. You could be just talking to me. It's like, womp, 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 womp. And I'm not interested. It's a lackluster. Because it's a space filler. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think the companionship, maybe that'll change something. I don't know, man, but it's, it's been Hey, a everybody. Styles <laughs> is looking for love. It nah, sounds like, I, it sounds, it sounds, But guess what, though? It is comfort season. It, it sounds like, wait I got a my minute. windbreaker shoe Hold on. on. I know this guy. I hope this wasn't, this whole thing wasn't bait. If it was, yo. Why are you gonna do that? Yo. I think this was, I think this was a thirst trap. That's cool, man. I'm telling you, I'm really going through some shit this week. And you're gonna talk about thirst trap. I don't, ain't nothing got to do that, but you, it is comfort season, though. It is comfort season. It is comfort, it is comfort And I ain't baiting nobody, because I don't want my DM and shit flooded with no bullshit, so. I just want to tell you, as a man, there is nothing wrong with you feeling vulnerable there is nothing wrong with you feeling the way that you are feeling and like everything else man you're gonna push through it so just stay consistent i appreciate, I appreciate that for real and, and if that doesn't work if you need a punch in the face call my phone <laughs> I friends got like you. this who need enemies right like <laughs> friends like this nigga who need enemies now nah, you know i think also men don't really express themselves too much you know I, what i'm saying no, I, don't, don't, I don't wow yeah. that's so crazy because i just it's like the last couple of days that's that, w- that has been the recurring conversation between me and someone I know that I show no emotion, no emotion whatsoever. Yeah. And you know, some, <clears throat> and I felt like I, I don't know why today I chose to let it out, but I had to say something because I just felt like I was bottling it all in for myself. And we you know normally you, as a man, we put everything on our shoulders and on our back and we kind of just deal with it and walk with it. And nobody seems to care when you a dude, though. No one cares. Even when I'm looking, somebody be like, yo, you all right? Oh, you feel, yo, you don't seem like your normal self. Nobody's like, yo, come, give me a hug or like, you know, a pat on the back or you, give you a conversation. You want a hug? Because you ain't getting it from me. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say, yeah, man. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> like this make you kill yourself. I, you a, bro, I just gave you a pound, <laughs> bro. I need a hug, Pete. Give me a hug. Yo, Monty, give him a hug, man. <laughs>
<laughs> Y'all can't get a hug from my I man. Get, I give I I you a hug later on, bro. Yeah, later on. I give you All a right, hug cool, later but, on. But nah, but sometimes, I'm, not, I'm serious though. If it's a woman, let a woman be around me and she like, yo, I ain't feeling too good or I ain't doing too right. I'm like, yo, you need anything? You need something? Yo, you want a hug? Like, but see, we don't but, get that as men. But that's part of, but that, because that's part of the rent that you pay for having a penis and balls, bro. Unfortunately, you know the world. The world looks at us as if we're supposed to be invincible. We're supposed to be supermen. You yeah, know, it ain't no outlets for us. Like it ain't no. And then it, on top of that, we just feel like we gotta be extra strong. So sometimes we don't say nothing. Like I said, I don't even know what I made. What made me say that today is just that it's, it's been one of those weeks for me, man. I don't think it's in me to ever say anything, though. That's that's the crazy thing. Like, I'm so used to um, isolating myself and dealing with everything internally mm. that it's just not in me to say anything. Like, that's just become the way that I operate. Yeah, that's become my norm. You know what I mean? It's like if I'm going through something, it's like I'll um, I'll pull away. Mm-hmm. And I'll deal with it. You know what I mean on my own. <laughs> um, I would say that too for myself. Um, I think I'm more open with to somebody that I'm in a relationship with. I might have pillow talk, or but if I don't have that, I really don't say nothing. Man, listen, man, I just had a bad week, man. We can go into our topics. How about that? Man? All right, let's go. I'm gonna be better next week, y'all. I'm gonna be in a better mood, better. But men, get it. Whatever's on your chest, get it off your chest, man. Don't keep it. Don't keep that shit in. And say something to somebody. If nobody told you they love you this week, I love y'all, man. Oh. Care about you. You got this. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, man. Yeah. So, man, we can go into our, this our topics, man. Um, your man Kanye West. Bugging the fuck out as always. I think. Shut the fuck up. I will fucking laser you with alien fucking eyes and explode your fucking head. Um, with the whole white life matter shirt. But he, you know, he had the. I don't understand why he had all those black people in the shirt. And why would you. For me, I wouldn't even wear the shirt, even if he was paying me to wear the shirt. Like, I'm not a groupie, him and Candace Owen in it. It says a lot to have her with you, standing with you, wearing that shirt. Um, for me, whether it was for attention or it was for um, he really meant that. You know what I'm saying? Either, either or, it, it's crazy to me. I think, I think our community approaches things so emotionally at times. Um, and one thing I know is as you get older, you know, emotion always blinds you and stops you from seeing logic, right? The media, this is what it does. Like it puts out clickbait, it puts out these headlines, it uses these images to draw emotion. Sometimes they do it to distract us from something else that's going on, or sometimes they do it to paint someone in a negative light. Now, I don't know what Kanye's objective or what his reason is for wearing a White Lives Matter, you know, shirt, but I know when I step back, from the whole emotional side and I look at things logically. What 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 I kind of see is that um the term black, it's a word, right? The term black actually doesn't represent us, right? We weren't calling ourselves black until we were brought to America. And yeah, the, wait, 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 wait. And the white power structure actually gave us that title. Now legally, if you look at the word black, like legally black kind of means, uh, and you could look this up, legally dead, right? 
when we check the box of black or African-American on applications, this is how they know that this is who's applying for this job and this is part of the reason why we get cast to the side. Now, what this kind of made me think about was what um, Donald Trump did. Remember Donald Trump buried his ex on his golf course? Mm -hmm. And what that did was they made him classify his golf course as a cemetery, mm -hmm. which, made, which relieved him of a lot of tax liabilities, right? So what I'm saying is if men can identify as women and women can identify as men, why can't blacks identify as white, right? And the reason I'm saying this is because there are so many advantages that come with it, right? So when you apply for a loan and you put black on black or African-American, you check that box. This is how they know you're black. And this is how they discriminate against you. You understand when you Look for a, when you go for a job, other than your name, if you have a really ethnic name, the way that they know that you're African-American is by you checking that box. Now, my question is, why can't we identify as white so that we can be on a level playing field when we apply for loans, when we apply for jobs? And, and look, and I don't know if that was the message Kanye was trying to send. I just, I'm, I just don't approach things emotionally. Yeah, but it's not emotion. It's, it's just a dangerous game. It's not about emotion or not. It's, it's about it's a dangerous thing. Black life do matter. And we, we right now we identify as black people. And right now, today, and outside, when you go outside, you could be stopped. We talk every week about being stopped by police just because how we look and how we feel. You know what I'm saying? We we've been ostracized for years, genocide for years. So to say white life matter, white life always mattered in this country. It always matters. So for somebody of that iconic stature to even play around, even if it's emotional or if he really means it, and act like it doesn't, like that, like why would you even put that message out there when thousands of little black boys look at you every day and decide desire to even be you or be in your, be, be in your circumference, and then you want to play that game? Like that's not a cool game to but, play because you want more sales or you want people to people to be um, more into you or you using it for like you say clickbait purposes. That ain't cool. But too many people die. Then he gets on the Black Lives Matter. Forget the organization. Go back to like I'm friends with Gandhi, and I I remember I'm friends with Gandhi, my son. I know all of them, right? So I remember when uh uh um uh uh what's the brother that passed away uh not too long ago um during the pandemic? I'm so sorry, George uh, uh George, George Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd died, and I remember talking to Mandisi. He was so um. Like, I would say scared or nervous for his wife to be out there really protesting, putting her life on the line mm -hmm. for black people, right? So when you say, you know, and they was fighting for that whole Black Lives Matter. I don't know if they were part of the whole Black Lives Matter uh, organization, but they was shouting the Black Lives Matter thing too because in that instance, that white man had his, his knee on a nigga neck for mad long and killed him, right? And nobody gave a fuck. And the reason, that would never happen to a white man. So when you say white white life matter, it does. It's like, yo, are you serious? White life always matter. That's why he was able to put his foot on his neck, and that person was able. That person died from that. So these guys go out there and put their life on the line every day, shouting this shit. Black life matter, just to let people know that we are here and we are seen and we are, you know, we are seen and pe and we 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 do matter. So for him to go out there and play that game on both sides of the fence, I don't know if that's cool, Mo. Like, but I, 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 listen, I hear, every, cool. I hear everything that we you're just saying. We just fight for him to get his, get his sneakers in I, from Adidas but, last but, week. But, and he used that shit last week. Let me just say this. Mm -hmm. And he used it conveniently for himself. 
a couple of weeks ago, it was telling Kim Kardashian, yo, she playing with a black man and his kids. So this week you a black man this week and next week it's white. Like but, you got to pick a side, but, homie. But Styles, he doesn't have to pick a side because right. he's a human being who is allowed to have whatever opinion. And I think we're giving that man too much power. Kanye putting on a t-shirt doesn't make my life matter any less. No, like, but it matters wait, wait, to the Let masses. me finish. Let me finish. Kanye putting on a t-shirt does not make my life matter any less. It matters to Let, the masses, no, bro. It, no, it doesn't. How does it matter? It do, listen, because, it, because when you break it down to the true reality of things, what Kanye wears doesn't mean anything. The this fact, guy's bugging the, the fuck out, Wait, let me B. finish the fact that y'all react to what Kanye wears. Nah, because, listen, what, we listen, do it. Hold and on, hold on, hold on. In our culture, that's what we do. Just every week now, we question, go, question. It, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. If Kanye woke up that same day that he went to that fashion show with that shirt, if he woke up in his house and threw on a White Lives Matter shirt and walked around his house all day and no cameras caught him... With, with, would it change anything? No, it no, wouldn't. But it, it, it wouldn't because you know why? Because you know why? Kanye wearing a shirt does not change you how so much your life matters or mine. So, so wait, wait. I just want to say one. I just want to say one last thing. One last thing bro. for real. So when it comes to Kanye wearing the White Lives Matter shirt, ask me if I give a fuck. No, no, no seriously, no, no, ask me. No, 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 no ask me. Ask me. No, I'm not. Because no, I don't. Let me ask you a question. That's though. the thing. But it's like, about it's about perception. It's about perception of what white people already think about us and the game he's playing. You can't play. That's a dangerous game to be playing. You can't. We could fight. We fought Nuke. Uh, we fought tooth and nail last week talking about Adidas and his company and yo, black people need to get their shit together. And then you go do a step backwards. We talk about culture every week. Yo, Jay Z could tell a whole crowd of people, yo. Don't wear Timberland no more. Don't put a button-up shirt. And people to just change it because that's what our culture we do. We influence all over the world. I just watched this whole documentary the other day about um, Korea. They got a whole thing, a whole town of Korea that's just inspired by like Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. Everything is Jamaican. Mm -hmm. So we inspire. So certain things that we put out, that's why it matters because we have to be careful. Even if, even you, when you coming up in the game and we coming up in the game, we have to be careful what we Get the people all the time. We can't just be saying anything and putting everything out there. No. Because we, we public figures, and he's a public figure in the public we, eye. We also need to be accountable. Malcolm X said this back in the 1960s. We are the only community who makes our celebrities become our leaders. Like, I'm not just saying wait, let me finish. Just because you got to... Number one song on the billboard doesn't make you qualified to be nobody's leader. Like, listen, about, wait, wait, leader. wait. Yes, it you, is. You, no, it's not. Yes, You're it, making it about leader. No, this is about me, somebody's in the listen, public listen, eye. Yes, it's not about a yes. leader. Listen to what you just said. You said, but if Kanye wears the shirt, he has influence. People and are going to follow him. That makes him a, that makes him a leader. And guess what? And, and, and Malcolm X, I'm so sorry to say this. At that time, public figures weren't doing the things that they was doing at this time. They wasn't That's on the not. level. You got, look. A public figure, this became the president. So you can't, you, you're talking about a public figure. Donald Trump was, a, he was a regular, this entertainer, he wasn't doing nothing. He had, he inherited some money from his father. He's on uh, uh, different TV shows. We, we didn't look at, now he's the president. 
Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor. He's, he became the president. So you could become a public, you could be a we, public figure, and you could become somebody, somebody so high. So we have to be careful no, in what we put out there and the we, images that we no, put out we there, don't, bro. No, we need to stop acting Whatever, like... Man. We need to stop acting like every time somebody... Nah, we gotta stop no, acting like Mo, because Mo always think... So, it's not, everybody it's not, ain't fucking you, man. Listen, bro, I'm talking reality. <laughs> Yo, I'm everybody just, ain't this nigga. So wait, everybody's not me. Yeah, I don't have the right to speak my opinion. No, no, you got. I'm not so saying what do you, you mean? Everybody's not me. I'm not saying you got the right to speak your opinion, but I'm everybody just, ain't I'm, you. I'm all about accountability, bro. Yeah, so, so, we, so, it, so, so we gotta, so, we gotta wait, call them out. We wait, call niggas out so, here every week, so, don't we? So, so, do we call people out here every listen, week? Listen, yes, we do, but we also say that everybody has the right to their opinion and shouldn't be canceled listen, because, because of it. Nah, we all, we all because I can put some opinions up right now. If I said it to you, you'll say to me. Yeah, now nah, we ain't even gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna address that. And Correct. you feel one fucking way about it. You're like, nah, niggas Correct. should be doing that. But you, but you so have I'm the right. To you, you have the right to have your opinion. I'm the, I'm the same. You bitch ass. I think nigga. he's. I think Why he's a. I think he's a, I think he's a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, I think I think uh, yeah, I think he's a bitch ass nigga, but yeah. bro, he still has But he still his, he, he still has his right. Yes, but just because he has it right doesn't make it right. No, and but right. that's but this is why I'm Yo, saying hold up. Look, Time wait, out. wait, wait. Can y'all niggas give me some tissue? I'm sweating. This nigga making me sweat, bitch. <laughs> Tico, can I have some paper towel, please? <laughs> I'm sweating this nigga got me hot, man. <laughs> Fuck, look at my head, Monty look like Monty. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> Yo, Stop making people who aren't qualified leaders. My nigga, you, that's not you true. You get what I'm saying, Tico? He's a fucking... Rock y'all niggas are so stupid. These rock stars. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me, me ask you a question. Ronald Trump, Reagan, what was he? Trump was a businessman. Hold up. What? 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 What was he Ronald was Reagan? He was a businessman. He was a businessman way before What was Arnold Schwarzenegger? And he became the governor. This is the country we live in. These, you no, have to... You can become... No. Y'all just name five people, nigga. Are y'all serious? There's a huge difference. I just named five fucking people. You just named five people. Yo, Donald Trump was a businessman <laughs> way before he was Yo, on reality listen, TV. Listen, no, he wasn't. He inherited no, the he money. Wasn't. Yo, hold up, time out. Donald Trump. His father gave him a million dollars and he built his business. Listen from to this there, shit. Bro. Listen Donald to this shit. Trump was. I, like I asked you again. Let's go back to Ronald Reagan, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Name. Uh, let's go back to the fucking wrestler. What's the nigga name? Jesse the Body Ventura. Listen, all these niggas that became. Public figures and became high me, in our right, country. Let me ask you a question. What did Jeff, Jesse the Body Ventura have influence over white people? No, he didn't. He, can't he be wasn't no influence. How do you not influence you? You become. If you got people that vote Donald Trump that's, it wasn't, so Donald Trump wasn't no influence. Bro, Yo, first of all, I don't sound oh, stupid yeah, because all, all you have to do to get in office is have money, bro. That's all. So what are you talking about? No. All you gotta you do is have you money. Be popular. Yo, also, the conversation back together. Y'all would look at somebody like Lil Dirk because he makes some money and tell him, yo, you look Thank you. Thank you. Now, you, no, now, now, everything that comes out Little Dirk's mouth, yo, I gotta follow that. My life, I have to, like, what the fuck? That's not the reality we live in. That's not, see, and that's the, see, this perception and this reality. Because guess what? A little kid, they listen to Dirk before they fucking listen to you. They listen to Dirk before they listen to their president. So we talking about, we talking about accountability. Blame the average for that. Blame their parents for that. It's not their parents. It's society. No, it's, it's not. All my, kids, my kids listen to me more than they listen to I any cool. goddamn musical artist. Listen. That's parenting, listen, That's bro. not the world, though. And once again, that's in Mo's fucking world. We're talking How about... How is it in Mo's world? Uh, it is in our community. Our community about, is the only one that ever... <laughs> that's not That makes true. entertainers leaders. That's not true. I just named fucking five white leaders. You take a lot of the light off of the Tico. Yo, listen. That's not true. Yo, wait a minute. 
So wait a minute. You you ever watch those videos in white America? Hold up, time out. Have you ever watched those videos in white America? If you ever watch those videos when the guy go out in white America and he interviews all those people about Donald Trump, they made him. They they follow everything Trump say. Those people raided the Capitol and they just showed you they follow what Trump say. So what are you telling me? They weren't doing that. They weren't doing that before he ran for office. They wasn't doing that when he was on The Apprentice. They wasn't doing that when he was on The Apprentice. Tico, what I'm saying to you is... Yo, were they doing that when he was on The Apprentice? It doesn't matter. The point of the conversation that you could come from here to be a celebrity and be and go to appoint the country. That's what you can do in this country. Listen, you, have, you can become anything you want in this I'm country. What I'm identifying is the resolve to the problem, bro. Th- what is what this is world. what is the resolution to the problem? Stop making entertainers leaders. Right yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what we're doing right uh, now. <laughs> Look, man. Yeah, we can we can end this topic right here because he's getting sensitive. I'm not getting sensitive. He just getting my fucking nerves, baby. That just be honest with y'all. Listen, if y'all didn't know, Styles loves rappers. Nah, I don't love rappers. I just like, you know, listen, man, I just, I just fight for our people, man. And when our people are being stupid and doing stupid shit, I'm not afraid to call them out on certain shit. But I don't think every, nobody ain't perfect. That's all I'm saying. And you know who else ain't perfect? Me. Antonio Brown ain't perfect. Let's go to our next conversation. I love that. Because <laughs> Antonio Brown did some stupid shit this week that I got to call him out for. Antonio Brown is having the worst week ever. <laughs> you know, I seen him put up a picture of, of Tom Brady's wife this week. Giselle Bunchen. Um, promoting his song. And, you know, I don't know how you do that to Tom Brady. You know I me, mean? I'm a football guy. And, you know, when nobody wanted, Tom, wanted uh, Antonio Brown, he the one that put him on the team. And put, not only put him on the team, put him in his house. Gave him the pool house, moved him in with his family and his kids and all that. That's probably so, how, that's how he got the picture. No, no, no. Was it like a? a, a oh, that a was, a, was yeah. a Super Bowl party. Yeah, it was like a win they had. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it just it just whack for you to do something like that for somebody to look out for you. You don't do shit like that. Hey, that's a, and he's definitely a clown. And that's somebody that you know we got. Also, I feel like we should be holding accountable because this is a person who who gets multiple chances after chance after chance, and we just take him back in as our people. And I think Kanye too. Just to, just to piggyback off of that. I just feel like we got to stop giving him chance after chance every 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 fucking time. But you know it is what it is. But that actually is exactly what I was saying. That we are the ones that give these people power. So if Kanye throws on a White Lives Matter shirt and nobody cares, then it has no effect. When no, Ka- listen, Kanye still pu- Kanye putting on a White Lives Matter shirt, people still gonna care. Doesn't change the fact of how much my life matters. No, we're not going back there. We're not going yeah, back there. We're gonna, but yeah, we're going to shoot fire for this one, bro. Listen, it's all good, man. I got hands. Brooklyn boy, <laughs> boy slap box in a second. Brooklyn boy. Um, But yeah, but you know. Yo, do you know I, I had a plumber come to my house today? Was supposed to come and never showed up for my tenant, man. Yo, we off today. I'm just letting y'all know we off, man. I got a, a 5, 5 a.m. flight to catch in the morning. I don't know what he's doing in the morning, but we off today. All right, so, yeah, so I was watching uh, Choke No Joke. On live yesterday, and uh, he was talking about talking to Marquise, Fifty Cent son, and basically Marquise was telling him like, "Yo, I get fifty-seven hundred dollars, sixty-seven hundred dollars uh, a month." He was getting from his child father, support, from his father for child support, and he was basically Wait, saying what, he was. Does he currently get that, or that's nah, what I he was getting? Nah, I don't think he be getting child support. No, he's yeah, 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 yeah. like twenty-five or something like that. 
So he was getting that, and that's like eighty-one thousand dollars a year, but it wasn't enough because um, his his life is a little bit harder. He can't live in different places. He gotta, you know, what I mean, be in different communities and stuff like that. And eighty-one thousand dollars for him wasn't enough, which I thought was absolutely, absolutely crazy. I mean, one thousand dollars for one child a year. You well, got a mother too, Bridget. Yeah, yeah, but that's but that's all according to how much fifty makes for one. But I think that situation in itself is a great representation for how men are treated in this world, right? So you have this child who wants absolutely nothing to do nothing to do with his father, right? But he wants the money. Every opportunity he gets, he pretty much says derogatory things about his dad, how his dad is a piece of shit, blah blah blah. But you still want his money. You know, and um, I think that that speaks to the kind of man that that boy has been raised to become. My thing is, like, why you just ain't gonna live with your father if you want more money? Than, like, you know, tell your moms, yo, this ain't enough. Go live with your pops, right? Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know, like, if, yeah, if, but, if, if, if it's about the money, but, but so why do you live with your father? And I don't know how a mother allows, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just talking out of context. Allegedly, I don't know if the mother, I just grew up, my pops didn't do crazy stuff for us. You know, we got $150 a month. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, between me and my brother. And I'm going to tell you the craziest thing, real quick story even about that. I remember being like 15 years old, right? And my dad, I must have asked him for something. He was like, yo, go ask your mother for the money I give her every month. So I go home, big chest, go, yo, ma. My father said you give him $150 every month. And I, I'll never get that $150. <laughs> I give it to her every month, but you know, be like, here, give it to me to give the. And he said, because I think I wanted like a pair of sneakers or something. He said, ask you for the money. Did she slap you? No, she didn't slap me. She did with something even crazier. Because I know this is the same mother that used to wake up and beat you every morning, whether you did something or not. So that was that's true story. So, mom, moms went in the room. She came back to me and my brother. My brother's like, what you doing with me? How I get into this? So my mother goes. You know, she count out $75, give it to me, count out another $75 and give it to him. Uh-huh. And she said, look, don't touch nothing in my yeah, house. Yeah, I knew she was going to the, For the rest of the month, don't eat none of my food, don't turn on my water, don't use my soap. This is your $75. In my head, I'm like, I got $75. I'm good. I ran to the sneaker store, bought a pair of sneakers for $65. <laughs> Had $10 for the rest of the month. $10, came home, bought some pork fried rice and chicken waves. I ate my pork fried rice. I think I had like a juice. I might have had like maybe five or six dollars left, right? So that next morning I woke up, I went in the fridge, I got a bowl of cereal. My mother had just got up and she walked in the kitchen. She took my bowl and just threw it in the sink. I'm like, yo, what you doing? She said, didn't I tell you not to eat nothing in this house? I said, yeah, but that's our cereal. I bought that cereal. That's not your cereal. I didn't buy it with that money I gave you. Go use the money I gave you. Go buy that. So now all day is gone. I didn't eat nothing in my house. I went to the shower. She went in the shower. She took out the soap. <laughs> she was like, that's my soap. Go buy yourself some soap. And I realized that, you know, like, yo, the $150 that my father was giving between the both of us wasn't enough. Right? And my mother let me suffer all day. If, and I say that to say, if I was getting $6,700 a month, right? And my mom worked. So my thing is, if you make, if it, even if his mother made $50,000, that's what, a buck 30 or something like that? 
Um, yeah, I mean, if she's if she's working, if she's working, but so I, I, I think, but I think, it, it, listen, man, I, I honestly think it's it's about so much more than that, right? I feel like that that child was manipulated, right? He was by the mother. He, oh, yes, mother. yes. Okay. Yeah, he, I, I feel I feel he he was brainwashed to turn against his dad. And that's you want and, like, and let me and let me tell you what let me to. tell you what's the really selfish thing. The really selfish thing is you were aware that your son could have had a better quality of life if he had a relationship with his father, but you were willing for him to suffer with you just so you can cause that rift between them. Like, like, like and, and to me, that's not love, bruh. Like, like if you, you, do you really love your child? Do you really so love your what child? I, what I want to give his mother the benefit of the doubt because I don't know her relationship with 50. I don't know what happened between there. All I could do is take, talk to from my experience. My mother did something very unique with me and my brother. I remember one time my father and her was going through something. And I think I overheard her friend who was like, yo, don't let them go to their father. Don't let them do that, right? And my mother said, listen, I don't talk bad about their father. They're going to figure out who their father is when they get a certain age, and they're going to decide who their father is to them when they get that age. So my mom never talked to us bad about our father, never told me your father ain't shit, your father ain't do this, you nigga. I didn't have that. She let me love my father, have my own relationship with my father. And when I became a teenager, I got into a rift with my father because I started to realize that certain things he didn't do. Mm -hmm. Even though me and my dad have a great relationship now, but certain things I felt like he could have did better that he didn't do when we were growing up. You know what I'm saying to you? But my mother never got in between that. Don't matter if she got a little bit of money, don't matter if she got a great amount of money. She just never got between me. She made me and my brother decide how we was going to deal with our father as we got older as men. And she never put no bullshit in our this head. Is, I, mean, look, and I see a lot of women that do that. I don't know if she was bottom, that type of woman. but The bottom line is this. My relationship with you is my relationship with you. My relationship with my child is my relationship with my child. You know, unfortunately, a lot of times people who felt that they were compatible at first find out that they aren't. And that's fine, you know what I mean? And they butt heads. But I've always said that, yo, if we're not together, there's no reason why we should be arguing, you know? Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of times the fathers are difficult. A lot of times the mothers are difficult. But I don't think that that should have anything to do with the child. No, 100%, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, I'm a king of, I'm, I don't got really a story, but this is the king of this telling my life, this being true to what my life is. With me and my daughter's mother, when we wasn't together, I never had, I never made it a kid thing. You know how some people will go, I ain't picking up my kid, or I ain't coming, or you can't get, you never. can't get her. I never, never. I, yo, me and her could argue right now, and I'd be like, I'm coming for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I never had but that you, issue. But you, know, but you know what's so crazy? And she never, I'm going to say this about my kid mother, she was so gangster, she didn't give a fuck about my money. She's like, I don't, never take, I always did what I had to do as a father. Mm -hmm. But she was always telling me, I don't never need child support. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take care of mine. But I've always did my, my part as a father. I was there all the time with my daughter. But I'm just saying, we never got into that, yo, you can't come get her. Don't come. You ain't going to see her. I never experienced no shit like that. You know what that reminds me of? Um, my 18-year-old, her mother, God bless the dead. And it's so crazy because her mother always used to tell me, she used to say, um, I would never ask you for money, Mo. And she said, the reason I wouldn't ask you for money is because you always do for your child. 
So if you don't give me, I know it's because you don't have it. And she said, and Mo, I know the type of person you are. If I come to you and ask you for money when you don't have it, you're going to go out there and do whatever to get it. And I don't need you doing that. So, so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What about the fathers that don't do nothing for their kids? Because you do got mothers that I, I, I can't. They are. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, bro, listen, listen, listen. There are deadbeats out there. <laughs> but if you want me to be honest with you, the truth of the matter, the elephant in the room that a light has never shed on is the fact that, yes, a lot of our homes are fatherless. And yes, many times it's because the man doesn't want to be involved, but just as many times it's because it's a bit of woman keeping that man up away from his kid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You understand? So, so I mean, listen, for the, for the fathers out there that, that aren't doing what they got to do, yeah, take, take them to child support if you have to. Have to, yeah, you know, 100%. But, but my problem is a lot of times child support is just a way to get back at the father maybe because he moved on. Maybe because he doesn't want to be there anymore. Maybe he doesn't want to be with the woman anymore. And look, just because he doesn't want to be with you doesn't mean he doesn't want to be with his child. And, and, and it's not fair because the both of you made this child. And, and I'm, I'm saying this speaking as someone, I've been through these situations. You know, you know what I've been through with this yeah. BS, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yo, I do my best to be there for my kid. And then it's like, you get to this point where because this person knows Especially since I'm an emotion, un, an unemotional person, this person knows. Oh, I know, I know how I can hurt him, you know. And then they use that against you, you know what I mean? And 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 it's just not fair because you think you're hurting me, but the truth is, who you're truly hurting is this kid because you're doing damage that's irreparable. What I want to say is, I don't know no deadbeat fathers. You know what I mean? I'm thank God none of my friends. I don't either. None of my friends are deadbeat dads. I don't know. I don't have a friend that don't take care of their kids. So I don't have a kid. I don't have a friend that I don't see with their children. I haven't seen them spend money on their kid. I don't, I don't have that. And as a man, <clears throat> my mother always said to me, she just said this to me two days ago. She said, I raised my sons right. I don't worry about y'all. Y'all know how to cook, clean, take care of yourself, and y'all take care of your kids. So, and that's all my brothers, you know what I'm saying? So I have, I have five brothers. Like, we all take care of our kids. So, um... Yo, it's just sad to see that that um, he felt like that about his pops, about the 6,700. And a lot of people make less than $30,000 a year. If you can't get by with $81,000 in a year, then figure it out. But that's, but that's the sense of entitlement that he's been taught. Like, he's been taught. Look, and yes, look, I do not disagree. That is his dad. You know, my, my daughter... And it's so crazy because my daughter's 24. You know, she lives on her own. She takes care of herself, but I'm still her dad. So if ever she needs something, if she hits me up, I'm there for that. You understand yeah, what I mean? I'm so much of a hustler. She, she asked me for stuff, but ever since she left college, me, she just, yeah. <laughs> she go get it. You but, know what but, I'm saying? But, like, but, but, she mind me of myself at that age. But the reason, the reason I'm saying that is because even as a grown adult male, right, his father still has a responsibility in his life, but that responsibility only comes if the father is receiving the respect that he, that, 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 that he should be given because you are now a grown man. This isn't something I have to do. What I want to ask too, I don't know how, to, how they, how they money situation because I wasn't in their house, but I just know me, I was a hustler. From all, I always, always knew how to get to a bag, whether I had to go work a regular nine to five, 
if I had to go sell somebody kids during tax time <laughs> and get some extra bread. But what I would tell you is at seven, at, at 17 years old, at 17, 18 years, 17, 16 years old, I was always working for myself. Always working, not for myself, but working, like, you know, using my own bread. I had a job, my first job was at 12, but I had my first, like, paycheck job probably like at 14 and had a real situation like at 16 into 17, 18. And my mother put me out at 19 because I had, me and my daughter, mother was living in the house. She was like, yo, you ain't living with no woman under my roof in her house. So she had a, uh, she owned a, a, a house and took the basement and had some um, construction workers come and contractors come and build apartment for me there. And then charged me $400 rent a month. <laughs> Don't you right. wish she was only getting charged shit, $400 shit. I wish I, rent right now? Shit, I was mad at that $400 a month. Now, listen, give me $400 mortgage, man. But she gave me $400 rent and, you know. And what's crazy is and, her doing that also taught you taught responsibility. Me how, yeah, taught, yeah. taught me responsibility. Budgeting, all of that. But what I'm saying to you is, if he was working and put it, put some money to that 67, you know what you could have did with that 67? You know what you could have, even if your mother took 70% of it. And how about, how about, you're thinking about $6,700 today. Think of $6,700 when he was 17, 18 years old, you know which was probably like seven that? years ago. $6,700 a month as a 17, 18 year old come kid, on, like, bro. come on, bro. You, you know, know but, you know what I did, you know what I would have did with, you know what things I would have flipped with 67? Yeah, but, but, but then, $1,700? Are you crazy? But then the, Am I saying he had to go that route and he could have went somewhere? But in the same breath, I will say, let's be fair. I don't agree with his outlook, but let's be fair and also say that, you know, as this man's son, when you see that this man is living this lavish lifestyle, I can understand, you know, to a degree how you're like, yo, like, but you can't disrespect your dad and say you want nothing to do with your dad, but still feel entitled and want him to take care of you. Like, like that's, that's not fair. And, and that's the thing, because that's how the world treats us. The world gives us its ass to kiss, but still expects us to be men about the situation. You understand what I mean? Like, it's like, Every and anything can do whatever to us, but we're still supposed to be men. I want to about... ask you a question, though, mm -hmm. not, to, not to change the subject, because I've seen Marquis said that he got 6700 a month, but I've just seen Blake Griffith have to pay $258,000. That's like $3 million. What was that? What was like, what's that kind of... What child needs that type of child support, B? Well, listen, I, I don't know how, I don't, I don't even know how you justify how, that. I don't even understand don't, how you justify that. That don't make that. no sense to me. I don't even, I honestly do not understand how you, you justify that. Um, I think that there should be a cap. And the reason being is verdicts like that is what's making these athletes and these entertainers get preyed on by women. You know, this is why women poke holes in condoms. This is why women trying to set, try to set these dudes up to have, to have babies because of the fact that having children in this day and time has become a hustle. Listen, I need a, it's I need, it's I become need, a hustle. Well, I need a rich girl so I, I can poke a hole in my condom and I can keep the baby. <laughs> I'm going to take the baby. She got to pay me because that's crazy. I mean, man, but, listen, but, but when you think about it, think about these divorce settlements. You know, I mean, but that's, but that's the union of marriage. People are married for a very long time. And, yeah. you know, people build a life together. So it is what it is. But, but I would love to see, to go back, I would love to see 50 Cent and his son eventually one day, hopefully work it out, mend it, and, and you know, figure out how to just be 
dad and son, man. You know, I would love to see that in a perfect world. I um, think I know 50 a little bit, and I've worked with 50 for a long time, and um, I don't know, man. I mean, listen. 50 is different animal, but I, but I, but I, I also think I also think that um, yeah. Look up, look up the highest divorce um settlement. But um, we got Monty on deck, <clears throat> y'all. I think, I think if you um. Oh, he, he telling us divorce settlements, y'all. This guy crazy. Million that she got from Brad. Yeah, Bob does Bob Johnson that on BET. Four hundred million too. Four hundred million. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me ask you this. So wait a minute. Since we talking about settlements, there's a couple of divorces that announcements came out this week. Mm-hmm. I think Miguel was one of them. Miguel was one. Um, uh, who else? Uh, who else? Oh, Tom, Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, and there was one other one. The twins. Uh, um, Tia Maori. Yes, and her husband. And her Corey husband. Something. I yeah, Corey remember. Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you think uh, we live in a time where marriages work? Because to uh, uh, um, what's her name from the sister sister show? Tia Tia Maori. They was married for like fourteen years. Mm-hmm. Do you think we live in a time that, you know, marriages can work? I think it's all it's all dependent on who the two people are. I mean, mm. marriage has a lot to do with compatibility, but it also has a lot to do with compromise. I think that um the person you get married to isn't necessarily the person that you're dealing with 14 years yeah, later yeah, in the relationship. People grow and people change, and unfortunately, sometimes people don't always grow together. Sometimes people grow apart. See, and I- that's why I always said, that's cool. Monty, grab that for me. That's why I always said, um, for me, there's one more over there. It's not, the phone gonna go off if I don't put it on. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's why I always said, you know, for me, it's important. I never rushed into marriage. Uh-huh. You know, even though I wanna be married, like, I wanna be married one day. But I look at marriage, when, I, when and if I get married, it's a forever thing. I'm not getting divorced. And I want to make sure that I can grow with somebody because I think a lot of times people get married, it's surface shit, right? You marry that person because you, you're in love, you're having this uh, euphoric moment with each other, you're, you know, you have a couple of great years, dating years, and you don't, you go into the marriage and then everything kind of stops. And I think you got to get to a space, and I'm, I learned this in my later on life, later life, that we got to be able to build things with our woman um, and figure out other things that we could accomplish together to keep us together, to keep, cause like you said, we change. You're not gonna be the same Mo in five years. I'm not gonna be the same styles in five years. So if we don't keep evolving, even, even, even in our friendship, our friendship is kind of last to keep on going because we always reinventing something that we doing and come back together. We might be two different individuals. The way you used to be when I first met you, you was totally different. No, it's totally different. Right? So, 
But we always find a common ground or something that we can always connect with and be like, yo, son, let's do this. Or we do. I, 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 think, I think you need some of that in your marriage. I, I get what you're saying, but the only reason I continue to fuck with you, it has nothing to do with none of that, bro. It's simply because I know that you, you genuinely fuck with me and you always have my best interest at heart. Like, to me, that's all that matters. So, so I think the issue, if you want me to be honest with you, a lot of times, I don't think that men get married for themselves. You know, I've known men who've been in relationships for 10 years and I find out they get married and I'm like, oh, you getting married? And he's like, and you know, and the guy might say, yeah, you know, we've been together for 10 years, man. So it's time for me, it's time for me to do it, right? And, <clears throat> and I, I feel like a lot of times men are put in a position to perform and they're, and, and they're put in a position where they feel pressured or they're kind of forced to, even though it may not be what they want. But it is in our nature as men to make sacrifices for our woman, right? So a man, although it may be something that, you know, he's not really sure of, you know, he'll do it simply because it's like, yo, man, I've been with her for 10 years. It doesn't look right to the world. You know what I mean? That she's still a girlfriend. We're older now, so I'm going to make her my wife. But I think it's some of the same thing you just said. And, and women do, and, and I think women do the same <clears throat> yeah, thing. Yeah, but I, but I think some of the things that you you said, even about our friendship, right? Like, yo, I fuck with you because I know you generally fuck with me. So when you got a woman who's generally riding for you, in that sense, that's cool. I'm just saying to you is, you can't lose the ability to keep growing with somebody of as course. they're growing. So I'm like, we gotta find things that help us make us grow together, to keep. You know, that, 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 you know, that spark in the relationship. If we don't keep a spark in the relationship, it's like anything. It starts withering away. I got friendships that are still my boy, and I still know they got me and I got them, but it ain't no spark. That we ain't really hanging out the same. We, ain't, we don't even think the same no more. So sometimes when you can find something that you got common ground with a person on and y'all can do together, whether that's buy property together, vacation in different places, set goals together, I think it makes a relationship a little easier <laughs> and a marriage a little easier to, you know, but to kind of be in. But that's also dangerous because if you want me to be honest with you, yeah, you get into a marriage and y'all buy property together, y'all start businesses together. And, about and, divorce? and if it doesn't work out, <laughs> bruh, that that's why is, I said I'm not but getting, that's, but that's, that's why I said I'm never so, leaving. So, so, so I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> that's I'm, not happening. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to say this. Yeah. To me, I really think the key to remaining married is a mindset, right? And it's a mindset. You see, like you said, when I get married, I'm not getting divorced. I'm not getting divorced. It's, it's a mindset of there is no divorce. And the reason I'm saying this is think about your children. Think about your siblings. Think about your family, right? I'm sure there's many times during your child's life you wanted to disown them. But, we all but, do. but this is what I'm saying. But you have this block in your mind that says, I can't do that. Can't do it. Right? When it comes to your sibling, whether it's your brother or may, may it be another family, there, there's like... There's this is a better question for you. Because I say this all the time, especially with women with men. I've seen women love their kids unconditionally. Even, uh -oh. even men, right? Your son... Even, men don't love unconditionally. But even watching that Jeffrey Dahmer movie, right? His father still, loved, still him. loved him. It didn't matter. If I killed 20 people today, my mother... Would still love you. Would still love me. She would hate what I did and be on my back for what I did, but she wouldn't disown me. And I feel like in our relationships, 
we don't love unconditional. There is no unconditional love. There's no love. unconditional love in relationships. There is no unconditional love between, <laughs> listen, there yeah, is it's, no it's unconditional, the because, because the contract is, I'll love you as long as you don't do this, this, and this. Those are the conditions. There's no such thing as unconditional love with <laughs> There's conditions. There's no unconditional so, love. So, so, so I've always said, unconditional love only exists from a parent to a child. No, right? but see, I, think I don't that, even think it exists from a child to a parent. You know, somebody told me this story one time. They said, um, a bird is in the nest with the baby bird, and the baby bird falls out the nest and falls to the forest floor. And a wolf tries to attack the baby bird to eat it, and the mother swoops down, fights off the wolf. The wolf bites off one of the mother's wings, and, and the mother manages to grab the baby and fly up to the nest with one wing. And the baby's like, oh, my God, like, Mom, you really did that for me. You must really love me. And the mother says, of course, you know, I'd lose my life for you, and I hope you would do the same for me. And the baby said, oh, no, I wouldn't do that for you, but I'd do that for my child. Let me tell you this. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying, but I think, of, uh, you know, it's so funny, even in friendship, I know we're talking about divorce, but even in friendship, I told somebody this other day, offense is crazy because you could do so many things for a person and being a person uh -huh. in life 155 percent ride or die for that person go through everything with that person um help that person in time of need and that person do one or two things that you don't like and you cut them off and offense is crazy i don't know why we do that and we even do that in our relationships and marriage somebody offends you you don't like something or you can't take it and then we cut the situation off and we don't have unconditional love between each other. I do think there's unconditional love in family and siblings because you will fight your brother all day, but he'll still be your he'll brother. He'll still be your brother. Exactly. But you'll fight your man that you call your brother and be like, yo, fuck that nigga. I ain't yeah. fucking with him, man. He, fuck that yeah. nigga. He, he dead to me. But you and him could have ride or died, caught a lick together, did all kind of crazy shit together, and that's not your man no more. And it's sad to see that. And we take that into our, and our love life, you know? Um, that's why I said when I get married, I'm never leaving. My, in my mind, is just I'm never going you, nowhere. You know, I don't want to be divorced from my wife. I want to stay with her. And maybe that's why I'm taking so long to get there, right? You, you know what's crazy? I love marriage, but, but I don't know if, um, I don't know if this world is breeding people who are suitable for marriage anymore. Um, I think people are so selfish at heart and um, so opportunistic mm. and it's, it's so crazy. I mean, whether it's a friendship or whether it's a relationship, I think everyone is a potential friend and enemy. And, and, and That's it's, sad that you and, think that way, and, man. That's but like it's, the, it's, I, it's just sad to hear somebody saying, like, saying but that. But it's the reality, Styles, because it's just like you said, you know that you've had people in your life that, you know that y'all were so close that you've done everything that, that you've done so much for and then in the blink of an eye sometimes it's not even because of anything you did that person just turns on you right and then it becomes a hate and you're like yo how the hell how did, did we get happen? here how did we get here how did we get and here how did we get here you understand because the difference with me and people is i may step away from friendships and relationships because you know it, 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 it no longer services me or, or we no longer service each other. But, bro, I don't hate nobody. I don't hate nobody. Not only that, I don't hate nobody. My friends, if I argue, if I have an issue with you, I always got your back. It doesn't matter. Like, for me, I've always been that person. I've always still got your back. I don't, I don't take friendships lightly. I don't take my women lightly. I don't have problem with women's 
women that I dealt with in my past. I don't have no issue. I can't tell you, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I don't have that. Cause I still got you, you know what I'm saying? And if I love you, I love you for real. I guess a good question is, uh, since we just talking about this stuff, I guess we could go into something like, do you think it's okay to let people go in your life? Yes, definitely. I don't, I don't believe that everyone comes into your life to be there forever. Um, you know, my daughter told me that when she was like three years old, she came from school and this little girl didn't want to be her friend no more. And she said, my teacher, she told me people only come in, into your life for a reason, season or a lifetime. And I guess she was just in my life for a season. Yeah. <laughs> I started laughing. Four years old, because I'm like, yeah, she was just in your life for a you, season. You know, you, you, you know what's the biggest misconception with us, right? Mm -hmm. We kind of think that people... Still looking for my plumber, by yeah, the way. <laughs> we we, we kind of think that people come into our lives to service us, right? The truth is, listen, God didn't put nobody on this planet to cater to you. God put every individual on this planet to seek their own happiness. And it's just hopefully by coincidence, you happen to cross paths with someone that their pursuit of happiness and your pursuit of happiness is compatible. Yeah, but I also think we need each other to be happy. I don't think we. I don't. I don't think we are people. We're not designed to be alone. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I can mean, agree with that, but I don't believe that we need. I think that I think that you can be happy by yourself, but you will always be happier with the right person. But yeah, I don't I think, think I, think, I don't think it's impossible to be happy alone. No, I don't think it's impossible. But I don't think you can have fully full joy by yourself. Um, and you know, a lot, a lot of times we, 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 we do that. I think it's okay to let people go, especially when you outgrow people. Certain people you just outgrow. Yeah. And some people outgrow. And I don't. You. And, and I don't think. Wrong with and I don't think every time you let someone go, y'all have to be enemies. Enemies. Neither, I think. Yeah. I think it's okay to love people from afar. I, like I said, I got some friends that I'm not the same that I once was, but I still love them from a distance. You know what I'm saying? Um, if they needed me, if, or, or, or if I needed them, I think they still be here for me. We just not the same. We just went two different ways. And yeah, sometimes just, you. You grow up with a person and y'all just feel yourself getting going apart. And sometimes you, sometimes some people don't even got good intentions for you no more. Some people start feeling away when you start growing this way and they can't really see your growth. You know what I mean? Or they don't appreciate your growth and they start feeling feeling away about you. So sometimes you gotta let people go in your life. I heard. Um, but oh, I think the other side of that, sometimes you gotta learn when to keep some people in your life too. Sometimes we get rid of people that we we really don't need to get out of our life. You know what I'm saying? And we just some of us is just toxic for no fucking reason, B. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <clears throat> Shit. Somebody ain't do you nothing and you just like, yo, fuck you, I'm out. Oh, just <laughs> I seen that happen to you. Huh? No, I seen that happen to you. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. That shit is and, crazy. And, and, like, and, for but, what reason you but that's, but that's, why you mad? Nigga? But, that, but that's why, but that's why. You know, my outlook is, is my outlook. Like, look, I'm not jaded or, or anything like that, but I'm also aware of the possibilities. You know what I mean? Um, and I've, I've, I've tried my best to learn to decipher who is truly there for me and, and who's there for themselves. You understand? Because, yeah. because I provide some type of benefit. You get where I'm going? And it's so crazy because the benefit isn't always anything superficial or anything tangible. Sometimes the benefit may just be the attention that person receives by being around you. Sometimes the benefit may be the respect that they receive because they're around you. You gotta figure out you. first, you gotta discern why people are around you in the first place. Cause you ain't genuine and I don't want you around me. 
If I can, if you can't just stand on your own too, and not saying that I ain't afraid to carry one of my friends, but I'm only carrying you so you can carry yourself. But people are great. Point. But people are great actors, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are <laughs> listen, man. People are great yeah, 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 you know, actors. I ain't, you know me. I, you know, I think one of the reasons why our friendship is even the way. Go back to talk about that the way it is because. It's been times you put me on time out, put you on time out, but you always... Yeah, but I don't take that yeah, personal. You always, but you still doing you, and we can still come back together, and we could do, we could do what we're doing together. We need to do something together. So a lot of people can't stand on their own, and some people get mad when a man turn around and go, yo, let me go handle this for myself, and they take that as offensive, like, yo, why are you doing that? We, we supposed to do... We supposed to do this together. Everything ain't for everybody. But, 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 like, but, but, but I also think that friendships also fall out because people take things personal they take everything personal and the crazy thing is nine times out of ten you thinking this person did this because it's you in the situation when the truth is whether it was you or anybody else in the situation they did the exact same thing yeah, but a lot of people don't communicate neither a lot of people in their feelings and don't communicate not only don't communicate they don't comprehend so they communicate they may say something but they're not comprehending they're only hearing what they they want to hear they're not comprehending what that other person is saying to them. Reason why I got to step away or why I'm doing certain things. They only feel what they feel. And like I said, that offense is crazy because you could be there for somebody and for so many things. And that one offense could destroy a relationship. B. And were you yeah. really friends well, to begin with? Well, that's what I was just about to say. Well, my belief is if one thing could destroy the relationship, then the relationship was never worth saving. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty much that simple, man, because like I said, yo, my genuine friends, I mean, I, I have friends that I've, a lot of the people that are around me, people I've known, I have a very small circle, but it's people that I've known 30, 35 years. Yeah. Listen, a lot of my friends are 30 years and better, 30 yeah. years, 20 yeah. years, um, even some 35 years, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I don't think I got no new friends. Monty probably, Monty and Tico probably one of my newest friends, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't really have... A lot of new friends, but and when I do pick new friends, it's, it's dudes that I, that I just feel like is in a genuine place. Like, you know what I mean? Because unfortunately for me, everybody starts on 10 for me. People don't got to get cool points for me. You can stay on 10 or you can quickly dissolve your 10. So I come in and I, and I, and I, and I want to be friends and I want to love everybody. I want to be just like this harmonious thing. He's annoying. <laughs> He comes in and he's annoying. Yeah, that's how I want to be. You know what I'm <laughs> I guess Yo. that's how my friendship is. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't treat you no different way. And I want my friends to connect with each other. Like, yo, this one do this one, this one. Yo, shit, I did that with you, and Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not even just that because it's just so crazy because it's like when, like when we met. And we started coming around each other, then my friends became your, your friends, friends, and, and your friends, friends became my friends. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's like B.O.B. saying, like, yo, I, li I like that game more. Yeah. Like, and you know what I mean? And that's how I be wanting my, my friendships to be. Because I look at my friends, I'm going to be honest, I'm one of them dudes that really look at my friends like my family. I just don't call you, yo, that's family. I don't really use that. Just I don't use that, brother, because I, I hate that, the way that, that term is overused. And, you know, I, I really, like... I can sit, like my close friends, uh, like if you my man, you my heart. Like it, that's just how I've always been, you know, and I just hate the fact that like the term brother is so overused by people. Man. Well, talking about friends, two friends got back together to record an album and I'm kind of excited about it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Snoop Doggy Dogg and um, Dr. Dre 
you know, they putting an album together. It's called Missionary. Is a, uh, I guess a, a. It's a play on doggy style. On doggy style, you know what I'm saying? Which, when I was growing up, when I met you last night, baby. Yo, don't don't dance, cause you can't dance. Who can? I know you ain't talking. <laughs> Stop, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Yo. But yeah, Snoop. You know, I love Snoop, man. I, I love Snoop, man. When I was growing up, man, I remember Deep Cover soundtrack, man. I used to play that on a cassette till my cassette pops. The Deep Cover. That's before Doggy Style even came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to see that. He say Dre is working on all the music on the album. And, I, I, you know, Doggy Style is a classic for me. So I would love to see what him and Dre come up with now. So, you know what I mean? I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, Doggy Style is definitely a classic. And, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing it, you know, especially because over these years, I mean, it's been 30 years since they recorded um, Doggy Style. So the way that each of them has progressed as an artist, like, I really, I'm really looking forward to just seeing what the collaboration is. I mean, I know they have that crazy chemistry in the studio, you know, because they always come up with some shit, Definitely. you know what I mean? And, you know, Dre is one of the masters when it comes to these beats and just um, that Cali sound, so. Shit, you know, <clears throat> shit. talking about Doggy Style, you ever... You ever did doggy style and like got that wolf and you like, wait a minute. <laughs> got the wolf. <laughs> that kick, you ever got that, that kickback? That hasn't happened since I was a teen, bro. To be Cause, Cause the women I deal with these days don't have Listen, the wolf. <laughs> I hear you. It haven't happened to me since I was a teen neither. That's when doggy style came out. But listen, I was trying to get me some doggy style. I was getting hit by that wolf. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I ever told you the craziest thing that ever happened to me? Well, I can't even tell you who, because if I say who, everybody will know who I'm talking about. Oh, I think you told me. Everybody know who I'm talking about. If I say this person, but you know, I can't share that. But I was dealing with this girl one time, and... um, Story time. And I'm in the crib, right? And hitting it from the back. So I spread the cheeks a little bit. Why I see a little brown turd, <laughs> little light skin brown turd in the booty holes? <laughs> Yo, my dude, I just stopped. She's like, why? I, could, I didn't have the heart to tell her what I was going to say to her. What I was going to say. I'm speechless. What I was going to say. It's a grown ass woman, too, sir. Oh, man. What I was going to say. What I was supposed to say, y'all. Was, was it, I supposed to was tell it, her? Was it a crumb or was it a turd? It's like the size of a spitball, like two spitballs put together. What I was supposed to do? I couldn't say it. I didn't want to embarrass her. I just stopped and, you know what I'm saying, and kept it. See? But this is why relationships don't work, because there's no communication. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know how to communicate that, bro. And it wasn't mine to communicate. But do you believe that if you're in a relationship with someone, that you, y'all should be able to talk about every and anything? Yeah, but I think that would have blown that person's ego, son. They could have never looked at me the same. Even though I never looked at them the same, but it was cool. I took, it's like I took, I jumped in front of the car. But what you could have done, what you could have done. What, got a wipe? Was turn that to an endearing moment, right? You could have, you could have said, baby, give me a second. I'll be right back. And you could have went to the bathroom and got some tissue and got, or got a wipe. And you could have came back and wiped her her ass and be like, like, baby, look, you see? Yo, leave in the comments when y'all see this. Anybody ever experienced some shit like that? That was crazy, yo. That that wasn't crazy. It was nasty. It was crazy. And you know, it was crazy nasty. And I've been with that person a lot and that never happened. So I just thought it was like. Oh, so it was a one off. 
Yeah, it wasn't something that was consistent. It was just it just happened that time. But I never, ever, ever say nothing. Never. Well, <laughs> if she's watching this now, now she wouldn't know because she wouldn't know it was her. Like she would know. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> She wouldn't because know. I'm sure she's like, wait a minute. One time we was doing the doggy style and he acted kind of weird and stopped. Yeah, nah, just wipe your ass, man. Clean your ass, man. Get so, wipes, man. So, ladies, and this is for the guys too, man. Look, when you wipe your ass, if you see, I keep baby wipes in my bathroom. If you don't keep baby wipes in your bathroom, the tissue with take the, water, the tissue man. with the water. Exactly. Get Reach over the me. sink, put the, some water on the tissue. And wipe your ass. Wipe it, man. Wipe it. I'm I'd rather see you. the tissue crumbs in your ass than shit in your ass. Oh, man. <laughs> Shitty booty. Real talk, B. Real talk. These are the things that we talk about. So I saw this story. I just want to say this is stupid nigga of the week. Stupid nigga <laughs> of the week. <laughs> so th this dude was uh, locked up in prison and escaped prison. Houdini. Then went to his party. David Blaine. And got caught. <laughs> he went to his birthday celebration so he and got caught. He escaped from prison, and then they threw him a party, and he got caught at the party. Was, was he taking Instagram pictures at the party? I don't know. These niggas do anything, man. Stupid nigga of the week. That's, he just get the stupid nigga of the week award. He just had to give out this one this week. This is Brooklyn Boys Radio, and I hope y'all enjoyed it this week with us. Yeah. Yo, he's so dry, man. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's just one of those weeks, man. Yeah, it actually is, man. But um, want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Yeah, yeah. We want to thank Woodstack for the sponsoring and Tico! support. Tico! Tico, what up? And big yeah. up to Monty, man. Big up to my guy, Monty. You know, listen, everybody was asking me why I keep wearing, like, paper planes, because I want them to give me some clothes, man. Yo, I Emery. Buy, yeah, Emery, hook me up. I buy my shit, though, but, like, hook me up, man. You know Yo, saying? Emery, send some stuff our way, man. Come on, blah. Brooklyn boys, man. Come on. All day. But, yo, once again, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll be back next week with the next episode. See y'all soon, man. Yeah. Brooklyn, out. <laughs>